Welcome back everyone. Now we all know the pandemic has had a huge impact on all industries, especially the dance industry. That's why today's special guest, Grammy Award recognised singer-songwriter who's worked with likes of Celine Dion, Whitney Houston, Stevie Wonder, just to name a few, has created some dance music uniting people around the world for global change. Dance Like I'm News by Mind Premise exclusively on the Rebecca Abbey show. So let's give a huge welcome to humanitarian singer-songwriter, the founder of Music for Global Change, Skylar Jett to the Rebecca Abbey show. How are you doing today, Skylar? I'm feeling blessed with no stress. Also, oh, I love that. How are you? I'm doing great, busy and grateful, trying to stay focused during these times. But thanks for asking, Skylar. You're like the first person who's asked me that in a while. Well, I mean, we all got feelings, right? Yeah, it's true. And, and so, it's, so it's, true. It's, it's good to express as humans feelings, right? 100%. So now, yeah. Skylar, I, I, I want to start off with your history because I know that you came from a musical background and your aunt was Teresa Gray and she used to travel with Sinatra, Bob Hope, Bing Crosby in the 40s. And your two uncles were also uh, managers for jazz players. Yeah, uh, my uncle Arif was a promoter for Ike and Tina Turner back in the day. He was a radio guy, you know. And then my other uncle Capus, he he managed Bobby Hutchison, Woody Shaw, Michael Carvin, uh, Gene Carn, Norman Connors, Donald Byrd and the Blackbirds, right? And and Bobby Humphrey. Uh, So uh, when I was a kid, when they babysit me, they had to take me with them to rehearsals. (laughs) Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I'm like 10, 11 years old. I'm at these rehearsals with all these big stars, right, all the time, you know. And it kind of rubbed off on me. I was raised by three women. Yeah. And my uncles and my brother. That, that's that's my only men figures, right? Yeah. But uh, the three women was my mom, my auntie, and my grandmother. They were all gospel singers, right? So I was raised singing. That's all I knew. I was going to church either singing or going out to um, do events, and I started uh, actually doing it at 10 years old, you know, you know, everywhere. Right. And by the time I was 13, I was playing nightclubs. Right. And it was strange because I couldn't be on the stage. Like we, we had three sets, right. And it was 45 minute sets. So 15 minutes, I couldn't be, I wasn't allowed to be in the club. Goodness. Oh, because, because you was I, underage. I was underage. So I, ah. I, would go, I had to go sit in one of the guys' cars for 15 minutes and I come back and do my gig. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because I, you know, when I, when I was in junior high school, I was also on the basketball team, right? So so that gig, you know, like, like we go play some school like five o'clock in the afternoon and I'm done by 7.30 and then I was going straight from there to my gig, <laughs> getting home at two o'clock in the morning, you know what I mean? Yeah, 13, 14 year old kid, right? So uh, I was an alcoholic by 14. <laughs> yeah. Because I was playing in clubs, and those guys pouring me drinks and stuff like that. No, oh, yeah, come look at the crazy kid. Because I used to jump, I used to jump on amplifiers all over the tables and all. <laughs> you guys gotta come see this kid. He shouldn't even be in the club. It was like it, you know, it's crazy, right? But uh, it was the most wonderful childhood to me because I've al- I've always known what I want to do. So yeah, that's yeah. a blessing in itself, right? It's to, it's to know what you want to do and live it. You know? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Who would you say influenced you as an artist? Well. Well, because of my age, yeah. I, I remember when the Vietnam War was here, right? And it was actually the young people that stopped that war with songs. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the Woodstock, uh, that festival, they all sang a song about stopping the war. 
And, and I mean, in my town, these young people was getting in front of tanks. There was tanks coming down the street. Mm-hmm. They stand in front of the tanks with peace signs, right? And I, I watched all that, but, but the story I always tell is a true one about uh, uh, Barry Gordy was the, the, the owner of Motown. Yeah, and he and he asked he asked Marvin Gaye he said, Marvin, what are you, what are you gonna do this time? What kind of record are you gonna do? And Marvin, all the women going crazy over Marvin singing them love songs, right? And so he said, you know, I gotta I gotta say something about this war. I gotta tell people what's going on. Love that. And that's where that title came from. That record's been out forty five years, and it's bigger than every love song he ever wrote. Yeah. Right. And it helped stop that war. Then you had my, my other mentor was uh, John Lennon, because I, I tell the story about when he was with the Beatles, yeah. right? And 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 you know he wasn't getting a lot of attention because of Paul, because the girls love Paul, right? And, <laughs> and so and so, but but the, but he was writing a lot of those songs, you know, and and it wasn't until he he wrote Imagine, mm-hmm. uh, that's when everybody knew who he was. Well, that's social conscious too, right? Yes. Yeah, and then and Bob Marley sang, he sang love songs at first until he started writing songs about the struggle. Yeah. And, and that's what took him over the top. And then you two, they do, they do kind of, some of their songs is, you know, conscious and it, Curtis Mayfield, I have mentors. So so I have, that's what most, uh, Music for Global Change is about, yeah. is uh, using music as a tool to heal, educate and solve problems. You know, I sang with a lot of icons, even from here. And I'm in the UK, you know, Tom Jones and Elton John and, you know, uh, Sting and 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 uh, Steve Winwood. You know what I mean? So that's just from this country. Right. But you said something about 200 records. I've been on 2,500. 2,500. Oh, whoa. Right. That is amazing. 2,500. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, but you got to look at my age, too. You know, I, I, That's before. Like I started doing records probably around 19 or something like that. Yeah. But, but I was already singing in clubs at 13. But but the thing about it is like I just on all kind of records. And, you know, it's been been wonderful. Uh, I had a guy talk about doing a movie about my life because, you know, uh, I'm a singer player child. Right. Yeah, yeah. And and to be uh, 36 countries and, you know, you don't do that with money. You, you know what I mean? So money, money, money doesn't make you move. You make you move, right? That's so, so true. I, I really love that, what you just said, Skylar. Money doesn't make you move. You make you move. And I feel like that's a, a, that's what's holding back a lot of people. They feel like they need money to become successful. But it's your it's your talent. It's your hunger, your, your, your want to succeed that will drive you and take you to where you need to be. I can I can prove that money doesn't move, right? So if you and I and Zach uh, uh, were sitting in a building and 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 uh, one of those Brinks trucks, you know the money trucks from yeah. at the bank, yeah, so they, they they drive up and they go, hey guys, where do you want to put the money at? And I go, put it over in the corner there, right? And you and I and Zach, you and I and Zach, we sitting here and we'll be there for a month, and that money never moved. Mm. It's in the corner. We sitting there. We waiting for it to move. It ain't moving, right? It's, it's either gonna take you or Zach or myself to go get the money mm, and pass it to the true. other person. Now, who made it move? That's so so true. 
oh I'm buzzing buzzing you're you're making me buzz with music for global change also I know that you're trying to put an an end to racism to um, discrimination to the whole image and having to look and act a certain way can you tell the viewers more about that music is not for somebody it's for everybody yeah even if you put it in genres that's for somebody like Mm -hmm. if you hear musician there's 12 notes right from Bach to rock right and so it doesn't matter what genre it is, right? It, it, it's still those 12 notes. So you, you can do R&B and jazz and reggae. It's still 12 notes, mm. right? Any, any genre that you do, which means, see, I, I don't want some young, 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 young person to hear country music mm. and then go, oh, I love that. I want to do country music. And their parents go, no, you can't do country music. Why? Because you're Black. Mm. They won't let you. They won't let you get in. Uh, oh, I, I want, but I want to do rock. No, you black. Now black people don't do that to white people because you got new kids on the block. You got a mm. bunch of. They go see. They go support. But the other way around is wrong, right? Yeah. If, if we see a little the kid, the kid goes, "I want to do that." Well, you're supposed to help them. Yeah, that's it. Just help them. Just you know. Yeah. Uh, with, with anything, just help them, right? I would say this because my mom said this to me, and it's really important to know uh, we didn't have any money because mm-hmm. she raised all of us by herself, right? So she was penny, she, you, peanut. We, we're living off government money, right? And it's like you only get so much at the end of the month, and you got to budget all that kind of stuff like that. But my mom would still, she hated kids. She hated to see kids coming home from school because they get off at three o'clock, right? Their yeah. parents ain't gonna really get home. If they got off at five, some of them ain't gonna get home to six, oh, right? Goodness, yeah. So my mom used to hate that these kids would look at they hungry. They just got out of school. And my mom would break off some bread to them too. Wow. All the kids in the neighborhood, my mom would fix stuff on the porch and give it away to people and stuff like that, right? And I say, Mom, this is great, because some of the people didn't even like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting with him at school. Mom, what? Yeah, your mom just gave me them great tacos. What? What the hell? What? <laughs> so, but but the the crazy thing is, it's like, and I asked my mom. I said, "What's going on?" She said, "She said, baby, just because we ain't got money, doesn't mean we can't help." That's so powerful. So I live my life by that. And, and and look look look, there's a whole lot of people got billions of dollars. They don't help nobody. And speaking of helping people, I know one of the projects that you're currently working on is with the Danish singer songwriter, the, the guitarist, an amazing bass player, because I've heard his music, yeah. Zach Williams. Nice to be here. How, how are you doing? How are you doing? To look at all of those. I really admire all of those guitars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My dad, he's a, he built instruments. So I was, I've been surrounded by, by instruments since I was born. So I got exposed at an early age for sure. What, what I love is that you've created Dance Like I'm Losing My Mind to actually acknowledge dancers, which really focuses and, and it brings people together from around the world. How did you come up with it? Well, the, uh, the string line in the band, in, in, in the song, uh, is from 17 years ago. Yeah. I, I, wrote, I wrote a song for a film about uh, natural childbirth, right? in the in the Russian Black Sea and uh, uh, women were giving birth there and my, my wife was involved in the film 
and and so I got to write this classical tune. Um, I had a, a, a guy from uh, Pakistan playing, you know, real strings, and then my buddy Sylvester played strings, and they we kind of blended them together on this melody that I had, right? And uh, it's crazy because I always thought that song could be a dance tune, just mm -hmm. a string line alone, because they, they had some songs with just strings back in the day with dance tune, right? And I say, and then if I put a little funk on it, you know, in, in a little spot, then, then we, we, we could be rocking, right? So I, I got in touch with a friend of mine up in, um, up in Canada, and I said, I got this beat, and I put the beat down. And I said, if we put this string line with the beat, but he couldn't play the string, he wasn't playing the string line. So then I was talking to Zach, and I said, I saw a keyboard behind Zach, right? And I go, I go, hey, Zach, can you, I, I, I sent him the song. I said, can you play this string line, right, to this beat? And he did, right? Then, then I said, well, you know, that's that's great, man. That's great. So now I go put a little bass line. He said, bass, right? And so, yeah, I got I got a little bass line. So I sang him some of the bass line, right? But I thought he was going to play bass on the keyboards because you can, you know, no, Zach grabbed for the bass up here on the wall, uh... <laughs> brought it down and played that part. And he sounded like somebody from home, from my hometown, Oakland, right? So then he said, what else you going to put on? I said, well, you know, I, I got to put a little keyboard on and yeah, I'll call you back 15 minutes. <laughs> wow. Zach! Wait, wait, wait a minute, hold on. You don't even know this guy. So so, <laughs> so, so the next thing next thing you know, he said, Would you, you want some, need some guitar on there? He started playing his guitar. And I, I sang a couple of lines because the bass, this one bass line changes the thing in, 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 in the funk part. It's, yeah. one, it's one note, but he, he funked it up, right? And so the next thing you know, um, I, I, for a while I was going on and then he called me back and he played, he played, I thought he played, we, my wife and I was trying to figure, is that harmonica on keyboards? No, Zach played the harmonica, like Stevie, right? Oh, no, 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 there's something wrong with him. So anyway, <laughs> the next, so, so the next thing I know, he did a, he did a solo on there. But Zach's 27. What do you know about scatting, right? Scatting is the old Ella Fitzgerald and no kind of people like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, just, I just hung out with George Benson. He came here, right? And a friend of mine introduced me to him, that, that his dad knew George Benson. And he, he, when he came to England, he took me to meet George, right? And I get in there, come to find out George and I had been working with a lot of the same people, algebra, all kind of people. So, but, but 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 the crazy thing is, Zach's doing a, a scat like George Benson, and I'm going. This is before your age, man. How you even know anything like that? And, and he just told, he just said that is, it, you know, he he was raised with it, right? Yeah. So yeah. here you got a 65 year old man, 27 year old young man, right? Music has no age. Mm. Right. There's no age. There's no color. There's nothing. See, the thing about it, it, music is emotion, right? Yeah. All it has to do is feel good. You don't care. You call it anything you want to. If it feels good to me, I don't care what you call it. That's true. So, so then I had this idea, you know, I, I said, when I looked at Oprah Winfrey, and she had, she had uh, Pharrell on her show. Yeah. 
And there's a show on there where she's, she's telling him about Happy. She showed him all these people around the world dancing mm -hmm. to Happy, right? And then I said, what if we do that with Dance Like I'm Losing My Mind, Amazing. right? So I, I called a, a friend of mine. I say, I say, Zach, let's try to find as many people we can, right? Zach started reaching out. He got a lot of people in there. And I called a friend of mine. She's a choreographer in, in, in Hollywood for a lot of the, you know, the videos and stuff, yeah, everything, yeah. right? So grouping all the, getting those people together. I called my buddy in, over in, in Ghana. You know, uh, Zach got some girls from Venezuela. And we, we, we just start putting all these people together. And there it is. We got a little video. It's a story within itself, right? Seriously, and so, really? so I said, I want to, I want to dedicate this song to all the dancers that you know are what well, can't get out. You know, yeah, so yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking about the people that dance for real, you know, mm -hmm. for a living, right? They, but there's people out there in in a working a job, and when they get off work, that's their release. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, United Dancers around the world, you're about to hear this exclusively on the Rebecca Davis Show. This is Skylar Jet with Zach Williams with Dance Like I'm Losing My Mind. I'm gonna dance like I'm losing my mind. I'm gonna dance like I'm losing my Watch me. 